keep this one here. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We honor your name. Okay. Good evening, everyone. How was your day today? Hallelujah. Can I get a monitor to just say hi? Trust that your day was good. Praise the Lord. Lord, we thank you. 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 You are holy. You are holy. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are holy. Yes. You are holy. Abba, Father, 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 Maskantali kepone kepose kantali badaba remo sokoteni gebo sokontani gabade salagabayande obari kese ketene kepo sokotana bayande leboshilaba ase kata kapaso kotana kapasatana baba sande. I want you to just honor the Lord in your atmosphere right now. I want you to thank him for his goodness. I want you to thank him for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. If there's anything special that you have received of the Lord recently, I want you to offer thanks to him for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to let him know that you are grateful, that you are thankful. Hallelujah. If you look around and you don't think there's anything special, just thank him because you have breath. You have life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There is hope. Hope is alive. Hope is not dead. Because hope is alive, that's why you're here right now. Hallelujah. 
hope is alive. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We thank you because you've given us a living hope, a lively hope, oh God. We can look to Jesus and our faces. We radiate with love, with confidence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Last, um, yesterday, yesterday during um, 6 a.m. prayers, I led the 6 a.m. prayers and um, I went to the book of Zechariah chapter 12 and I said that I would continue because it was not a teaching meeting. It was uh, 6 a.m. is majorly prayers. We just exhort with one or two scriptures and then we encourage us to pray along the line of those scriptures. I don't know, you know, quite a number of you must have been there. And I promise to come back to Revelations 12 or 13 and continue from where I stopped. But um, even though I led prayers this morning and I took on the 6 a.m. prayers, <laughs> I couldn't go back there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I just want to touch on those scriptures a bit this evening before we um, go to the word. And I'm, I'm right now I've gone to Zechariah 13, chapter 13 from verse one. It says, in that day, there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. A fountain open to the house of David to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. I believe that this fountain is not a fountain of sin, but is a fountain that will cleanse sin and cleanse uncleanness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a joy of the Lord. It's a strength of the Lord that will be poured out upon the house of David. Because if we back up a bit to chapter 12, he said, I will pour upon the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication. That's a blessing. That's not a curse. That's not punishment. That's a blessing. That's the redemption of the Lord. Spirit of grace and what? Supplication. Hallelujah. And they shall be able to look upon me whom they have pierced. Now, this scripture is a double-edged scripture. This is talking prophetically also of when Jews, the natural Jews will recognize we come to realize that really their Messiah that they, they are still waiting for is Jesus Christ who have already come. Hallelujah. Now, because of the grace and supplication that will be put upon, the, upon that house, their eyes suddenly would open, praise God, and also because, of course, the times of the Gentiles would have been fulfilled. So they have come into their own time, their own day of um, the awareness, coming into the realization that, oh, my Messiah had come said, and they shall look upon me whom they, they have pierced. That's Jesus that they pierced, isn't it? Am I correct? Yes, I am. There's just one man on the earth, one being that could say that they pierced me. And that's Jesus Christ. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness 
for his firstborn. Hallelujah. In that day, there shall be great mourning in Jerusalem as the morning of Hadadrimon in the valley of Megiddo. And the land shall mourn every family apart, the family of the house of David apart, their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart. Okay, so these are talking about all the houses of Israel at the time of this writing. Probably um, this was about the time of captivity when they came back, when they tried to return to Jerusalem. But I don't want to go into the depth of that. I don't want to get distracted right now. Um, for us, the morning, when the Bible says they that morn shall be comforted, morning means fastings, prayers, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mornings also mean denying the flesh, denying sin is right to, to, to dominate us and what it will cost us. Sometimes righteousness brings pain. It's not a lie that sometimes because of righteousness, we have to suffer. Okay, Jesus told us to suffer even for, he said, the scripture says, it's not okay when you suffer for wrongdoing. No, he said, your father is pleased when you suffer for righteousness sake. You are blessed because of that. Hallelujah. And then he tells you to rejoice when you suffer for righteousness sake. Oh, my sakatani barashata. So, so mourning to the different houses and the different spiritual houses of God, different um, 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 remnant companies, who understand what God is saying in this season as we, the Lord pours grace and supplication upon us. The result of that grace and supplication is ability to mourn. Hallelujah. Ability to mourn. Hallelujah. So that our altars can come alive and we'll be able to take on burdens. God will be able to put burdens on us, put burdens on us, put burdens on us. Hallelujah. And particularly burdens that have to do with, okay, it's, it's okay to pray for ourselves. It's okay to have goals and aspirations, but in addition to that, I want to appeal to us as many as be mature in this company to carry the burden of the Lord, to carry the burden of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Something happened to me this evening. I went into a conversation which I should never have gone into with someone. And as a result of that conversation, I was so grieved. And when I went into the bathroom to shower, I broke out in a song, and this was the song I was singing. Heal your church, heal your church, heal it from the ground up, right? Who knows the song? Heal your church, heal your church, heal your church. Because I just saw, you know, the discussion was about the kingdom of God. The discussion was about the work of the kingdom. And my encouragement is love the brethren. Let's be brethren. Let's, let's. Let's allow interrelational relationship. You know, let's not put barriers. Let's not bring the laws of, of um, let's not bring the laws of, um, what do you call it? The laws of the laity, okay? You know, the laws of the laity, um, boundaries, um, um, protocol, protocol, protocol. Protocol that sometimes is so tough that protocol cuts off real brotherhood. Protocol cuts off real fellowship. Okay, and I, I, I was appealing. I was, you know, encouraging us to the people I was talking to to, and it was so difficult to see that, you know, and it almost brought some schism, some uh, disagreement. And I, I pulled. I, you know, we just decided to pull back, and I just. 
broke out in that song without even realizing that I had broken out in the song. So my husband was in the room and he heard me when I started singing the song. He said, hey, the burden of the Lord has caught up with my wife. Oh. <laughs> the burden of the Lord. I said, ah, what happened? What happened? He said, the song you're singing. I said, oh, that was actually when I realized that I was singing that song from my soul, you know, from my spirit man. The, the yearning of my soul is that the Lord will heal his church, break down walls of suspicion, break down walls of division, you know, cause us to um, relate one with another, and then allow every joint to supply. Praise God. Some joints are weak. Some joints are even immaterial. You know, you know there are some parts of your body that you will cut off, and it won't make any difference to your body. But I, I believe that sometimes those parts of the body are there for beauty, you know, so, so that the body will just be complete. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what is it that that part of the body is supplying? It's supplying beauty. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's supplying beauty. Look at the nails. You know, what, what are the benefits of the nails? Really and truly, you can, apart from scratching your body when it itches, is there really any other need for it? Can we say the nails has any other function in the body? Aha. Uh -huh. It's for beauty. These are mine. They are my natural nails, right? Scratch and fight. Oh, uh, Rhoda. <laughs> I said scratch and fight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, let's go back to the scriptures so that we don't start. Um... Praise God. So let's go to chapter 13. And in that day, there shall be a fountain upon the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. So because of that morning, that morning of the different houses is going to cause a release, okay? A release of the grace of God, praise God, a fountain that will flow to make it easy for people to abandon iniquity, to leave the things that have been troubling them, for idols to be judged in the hearts. Look at that. It shall come to pass in that day, said the Lord, that I will cut off, you see, the names of the idols out of the land. God doesn't want names of idols in the land. And one of the scriptures in, in the in the in the Old Testament, I can't remember exactly where that scripture is. If you know it, you can help us pull it out. But that scripture, God admonished you. He said, Don't even mention the names of these gods with your mouth. I don't want you to say them with your mouth. Okay. There are some people that when you talk to them, all they'll be telling you, they'll be calling the names of all the demons in this world. They know the names of all those principalities, right? They'll be calling their names and calling their names, strange, strange names, Greek names, Greek uh, gods, Greek idols. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We don't need those names in our ears. Some of those names, God doesn't want them to come out of your lips. Your lips are holy. The only name God wants you to be calling all the time is his name. Hallelujah. And they shall no more be remembered. You see that? Those idols will no longer be remembered. And also, I will cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to pass out of the land. What will happen? False prophets, okay? Those who minister falsehood. Those who do not teach righteousness. Those who, not teach, who don't teach the ways of the Lord. They are false prophets. Whether they are doing it innocently or not, God will shut down, shut them out, and they will be withdrawn from the land. They will pass out of the land. And it shall come to pass that when any shall yet prophesy, then his father and his mother that begat him shall say to him, you shall not live because you speak lies in the name of the Lord. We will no longer tolerate lies in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For thou speakest lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother that begat him shall thrust him through. 
when he prophesied. And it shall come to pass in that day. Now, you know, I've always said that that day, day doesn't mean a 24-hour calendar day. That day usually means a season, the timing, the period. Hallelujah. And in that day shall come to pass that the prophets shall be ashamed, every one of his vision, when he hath prophesied. Neither shall they wear a rough garment to deceive. But he shall say, I am no prophet. I'm an husband man. For man taught me to keep cattle from my youth. And one shall say unto him, what are these wounds? He's gone back to the Lord. He was talking to the Lord in verse 12. You know, you understand prophetic writings. They will do, go here, go there, go there, go there. That's how prophets talk, right? So this prophet now has gone back to the Lord. Maybe this other vision has, has cleared out of his face and another vision has come back. And this is the vision of the Lord. I mean, the Lord Jesus Christ right now. And one shall say to him, what are these wounds in your hands? And he shall answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. That's, you know, when they pierced him and hallelujah. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow, said the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. And it shall come to pass that in all the land, say the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through fire. This is the remnant. This is the remnant. And I will bring the third part through fire and will refine them as silver is refined and try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I will hear them. I will say they are my people and they shall say, this is my God. Hallelujah. So I want you to lift up your hands this morning and ask for the burden of the Lord. Praise God. Ask the Lord to give you his burden. His burden, sometimes the Lord's burden is in your family, it's in your house. When you look around your house, you can see it. The Lord needs help with someone in this family. The Lord needs help with something in this family. Sometimes the Lord's burden is in your street. Sometimes it's in your church. It's in your city. It's in your nation. The burdens of the Lord are everywhere. I want you to lift up your hands and ask the Lord, share your burdens with me. Okay, with the grace that you've given me, the capacity you know that I can carry, share your burdens with me in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, when you look for a man to share your burden with on the earth, Lord, we ask you to come visit us, oh God. Share your burdens with me. Share your burdens with us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now verse 9 of, of Zechariah 13 says, And I will bring the third part through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined. 
and tried them as gold is tried. Now, these are the two most precious ornaments before the Lord in the house of the Lord. Um, Corinthians mentions bronze, okay? So for the sake of uh, Corinthians, I would include bronze here. Now, all of these precious metals, for the value or the quality of the metal to be high, they have to pass all of them through fire. There is no gold that came out without impurity, came on the ground without impurity. There is no diamond that came on the ground without impurity. There is no silver that when you mine it, once you get it on the ground, it, you, you, it's, it's, it's of the highest quality. Now, even if it's of the highest quality, yet there will still be impurities. And the way the refiners remove the impurities is to allow them to pass through fire. Now, child of God, you and I, if we must come out as gold, we must pass through fire. If we must come out as silver, we must pass through fire. Hallelujah. The fire of the Lord is the Lord that will set that fire. Is the Lord that will cause us to walk through that fire so that we can be refined. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when we're going through the fire, the promise of the Lord is that he will be with us. Now, it's not every fire that burns. It's, that is, what, it, it is the one that has been set by God for us. However, every fire, any fire, no matter who set it, whether it's Satan, whether it's your enemy, whether it's your friend, or it's God, all the fires that we ever have to pass through in this life, if we follow the Lord closely, we'll come out as pure gold refined. We'll come out as pure silver refined. Hallelujah. Now, these are the goals that we, we need to put before us. We want to come out as gold. We want to come out as silver. Praise God. Don't make heaven your aim. And I will say it a thousand times. And I will say it in a million places where I have opportunity. So that we can, ask, so that we can you know, in, in sports, in, in those who do high jump, right? The higher you aim, the more your ability will increase as you practice. Now, the truth is you might not really make it to that height that you aimed. But I assure you, as long as you're aiming high in training, you're going to go high. You're going to win. You're going to win something. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want us to, I want us to put gold before us. If gold is the highest, put it before you. If you've seen anywhere in the scripture, they say platinum is the highest, put it before you. If it's Jesus Christ himself, hallelujah, put it before you. If, if it's God the Father himself, put it before you. Whatever you have seen as you know, and that has been communicated to you as the highest level of reward that God can give to a man on the earth for serving him, put it before you and then beg the Holy Spirit because it's not by power, by might. Okay? Talk to the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, this is what I want to be. Help me. This is what I want to be like. I want you to help me. I want to have the eyes of the Father. I want to have the heart of the Father. I want to have the image. I want to be exactly like Jesus. I want to love like him. If it's the love portion of Jesus that you want, go for it. Hallelujah. I want to judge like him. That means you have the eyes of the Lord. You won't see things the way men see things. You won't hear the way men hear. You will see after the judgments of the Lord, what would have happened? They would have removed the judgment, the standards of men from your life completely. All the standards of men would have been completely eroded from your life. So you hear and see as God would. And from there, you judge. So put your prize before you this evening and ask the Holy Spirit, help me make it. Help me get there. 
Parokosi ketenege bobo sota. Eso kota na bari shakanda leka para baba. Hase ketenege baria. Malekando kosa katana baba sana. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, help us, help me. Masakanteliba by the blood, by the blood, by the blood, by the blood, by the blood of Jesus. Marese ketanoka, Maroko nekenegeborosotaraba, Maroko sontelegabada, Maroko mosekatanagabadagababa, Maroko mosokotanagabadagabasanda, Maroko bosokotanagababasanda. Mariga danga dige dege bobo sonda. Maroko pose kete nege bobo bobo. Arroko pose kata nagabada sota. Arroko posonde lege badagababo sota lagaba. Arroko posi kata nagababa sota. Arroko posi kete nege bobo si kete nagababaya. Eleke mosonte lega sanda lagaba. Arraka fasatana kapaya. Isakute kene kepo sataya. Lekeni kepo lege dege dege de. Rakabadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadagadag
that he has written and ordained for you to inherit in this season. Glory to God. I want you to ask the Lord for strength in the inner man to be love, to love the way you ought to love, to, to walk the way you ought to walk. Hallelujah. Don't tell me we ask for strength in the morning. You ask for strength every second, every minute of the day. Father, we ask for strength in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for strength. Thank you for strength. Hallelujah. Thank you for strength. Let's see the book of Psalm, Psalm 18. We read that scripture in the morning. I want us to read it again. Psalm 18. Verse 32 says, It is God that guarded me with strength. It is the Lord that girds me with strength. It is the Lord who gives me strength and makes my way perfect. Do you see that? It is the Lord. So we don't have a boast of our own. Hallelujah. We can't boast by ourselves. It is the Lord. And that's why it is important that we constantly talk to the Lord concerning the state of our strength. Hallelujah. And say, Lord, strengthen me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, strengthen me. Holy Spirit, strengthen me. Hallelujah. It is the Lord that girded me with strength. And it is the Lord that makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet. Hallelujah. And sets me upon my high places. Hinds feet is what allows the mountain goats and such animals who go climb high mountains. Sometimes those mountains are almost at um, 45 degrees, the cliff, you know, the way, the angle at which is almost at that angle. And you just see these animals, sometimes they run up there effortlessly. If you've ever tried to climb a hill or even run through steps, you see what it does to your calf. That's because you don't have hind feet. But in the spirit, the Lord will give us hind feet, amen? And the reason why he's giving us high speed is because we need to climb high mountains. We need to climb high places. Praise God. We need to jump. We need to run through troops. Sometimes we need to mount over walls. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we need to just go higher and higher. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Baba Shanda. And he's the one who sets us. You see? They say he's one who is setting us there, but yet we require the feet to climb. So I want you to talk to your father. I want you to talk to the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me high feet. You said you will give me high feet. Guard me with strength. 
Hallelujah. And then set me upon my high places. There are high places that are in my ordination. There are, there are high places that have been ordained for me. There are doors into nations that are open, that should be open to you. Hallelujah. Open to us. Open to me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Set me upon my high places. I must run through a troop. I must leap over a wall. Hallelujah. I receive hind feet. I receive strength. I receive hinds feet. I receive strength in the name of Jesus. Thank you for setting me on my high places, oh God. Thank you for setting me on my high places, oh God. Thank you for setting me on my high places, oh Father. Sakanuga Badagadagadagadagadagadagaba Shukotanagaba Sunday. Eleke Poshika Tani Baria Baba Baba. Eleke Mo Sokonta Lika Padakapa Sota. A Sokotani Gaboro Sota Lagababa. Areke Posatani Gaba Sunday. Eleke Nike Porokopo Sotani Gabariasa. Eseketeli Gabosonda Liga Basandelebo. He makes he teaches my hands to war. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Hallelujah. This part of our being, this part of our, of our hands, the arms are strengthened. When a man begins to lift weights and exercise his muscles, you see that when they want to show you their muscles, this is what they do, right? And the muscles are showing here. This place is toughened up. Why? So that you can lift, as you are lifting the weight, you are able to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you see such muscular men like Mighty Igor, all those ones that, you know, go into boxing, you see how tough their arms are. They carry loads of strength. Hallelujah. For war. <laughs> For war, Father Lord. Hare kapasakata. Lift up your hands towards the Lord. Say, teach my hands to war, Father. Teach my hands to war. Let my hands be able to break a bow of steel. Let my arms bend a bow of steel. Not iron bender. My own hands. Halabaya Will bend a bow of steel, my father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Heli Masata. Heli Genige Mosata. Ele Genege Monogobosata. Ele Geniga Baragababa Sota Kalagababa. Thank you, my Father. Askra Prosoko Peteneke Posata. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are we still on? Okay. This is this is off. This screen has gone off. Oh, Father, we thank you. Can we thank the Lord for this evening, for the things that we're going to hear from the word? Thank you, Father. I want you to pray for everyone that will join that God will give us grace to hear. And I want you to call by the Spirit everyone who is meant to be coming into this meeting every Tuesday. There are some people, different parts of the world. It's an online meeting that would come here to feed weekly. I want you to open, you know, cast our nets right now in the Spirit into the deep waters. Hallelujah. And bring them in, in the name of Jesus. Father, we call in by your spirit. Every man, every woman, in the nations of the world, in the cities of the world, who are meant to be on this platform every evening on Tuesdays, being fed, listening to you, hearing scriptures open, fellowshipping with us. Father, we receive them. We receive them by your hand, by your operations. Oh God, we declare that the nations, we have come to the nations, the nations have come to us in the name of Jesus, that the doors are open. That men are coming to be built up to hear tidings of the Lord. To hear the word of God rightly divided. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So let's go straight to the scriptures. Uh, Book of Revelations, chapter 3. I want to trust the Lord that we can conclude on these rewards as captured in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3, the reason I'm focusing on these rewards, these are not the only things that God will reward us with. Praise God. Now, Jesus said something. He said, if any man will leave his house, will leave his land, will leave his uh, family, will leave silver or gold, everything and because of me, for the sake of the gospel, he said that that man will receive in this life a hundredfold return and in the world to come eternal life with persecution praise god i don't want us to forget persecution hallelujah with persecution following the lord stirs persecution following the lord can cause persecution to rise it depends on which part of the world you are in at 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 at, at a particular point in time hallelujah Praise God. So, however, we want to focus with the reward that is eternal. The reward that is eternal. What, what means much to God? Hallelujah. What God has reserved in heaven for you. 
Bible says that there is there are things that God has reserved in heaven for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There are things that you will never come into until the last day. There are things you will never come into until when Jesus returns. There are things you will never come into until we enter into eternity. Now, those are things that matter the most. Those are things that a believer should look for. Praise God. I want us to leave behind those days. You know, there was a time earlier in our Christian work, my husband and I, when we were much younger, we used to read certain types of materials that will teach you 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. And all he's talking about is money. A 1,000 uh, 1, um, 1, times more. How you can sow 1,000 naira and you reap 1,000 times more. Or you can sow $1 and you reap $1,000. You know, and all of those things. Those are days of ignorance. God winks at them. It's not, it's not, that's, not, that's not the operations of, of the keys of righteousness. That's not how it works. Even in sowing and reaping, I believe in sowing and reaping. I believe in giving and receiving. Hallelujah. If you show mercy, you will get mercy. Hallelujah. For they that uh, shall obtain mercy, he that showeth mercy shall obtain mercy, right? That's in the scriptures. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measures, pressed down, shaking together, running over shall men give unto your bosom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So if you are a, a, a giver, if you're a financial giver, certainly after a while, you're going to break forth into abundance. And I'm not kidding. I'm not lying to you. If you make giving your habit, if you make giving your habit, you're going to get. Anything you give much, you will get much of it. Praise God. But it is not calculated mathematically. It is not that if you give 10,000 naira, you will give, you will get hundredfold of that 10,000. You will get it tomorrow or you get it in a month's time or you plant the, the number of months <laughs> it takes for yarn to stay in the ground. And after a while, you start scratching your head. And start but I gave the Lord uh, uh, 10,000 naira the other day. How come he has not given me back? That's not how God works. <laughs> Praise God. The scripture encourages us to sow in the morning, sow in the afternoon, and sow in the evening. Say, because you don't even know which one. You don't know which one. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the reason I'm I just said all of these things is so that you will not say, ah, Sister Chia, is the only uh, garment, white garment, white garment. Is <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, all right. So Revelation chapter 3, and to, unto the angel of the church inside is right. These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name that you leave, but you are dead. This is the worst description a believer could have. You think you are living. You think you are alive, but you are dead. This is a very strong word. To liken being dead to a believer is horrible. You are lifeless. Necros is the word necros. You are lifeless. You are destitute of the life of God. 
you are spiritually dead. Now, for such a believer, I fear that if the Lord meets you in this state, he won't take you. He won't take you at all. He said, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. So even other things that seem to be alive, they are dying too. They are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. I have not found your works perfect before God. So God is expecting a perfect work. Say with me together. Let's say together. God is expecting a perfect work. God is expecting perfect works. All my works in God should be perfect. Praise God. Very important. Very important. Hallelujah. He said, remember therefore thou Therefore, how you had received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore you will not watch. Don't forget we've been, the, 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 the focus of this series of teaching is the raising of watchmen. Men that can watch. Men that can watch. And the first places you begin your watch is over your life, over your spiritual life. Hallelujah. You watch over your life. My brother and sister, watch over your life. Examine your relationships with people all the time. Make it a regular thing. Examine your heart posture towards people. Examine how you respond when certain people call you on the phone. How you respond to them. And I just want you to know that the Lord is watching you when you respond. So, you know, sometimes I get some calls and I respond in a certain way. And I tell myself, Chira, the Lord is watching you. The Lord is watching you. The Lord is watching you. So maybe the person calling doesn't see you. It's not seeing you. Maybe you pretend even when you eventually pick. But the Lord is watching. The Lord is watching. Hmm. So it says here, if you will not watch, I will come on you as a thief. And you shall not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. So it means that in the midst of this church, there are still a few people that have not defiled their garments. Hallelujah. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white ribbons, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. <laughs> this church is in trouble. This church is about to go to hell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because look, you know why I say what I said? If you look at the other churches, you see that the Lord took time to enumerate for them one by one. You have this doctrine wrong. You have this doctrine. You got it wrong here. You got it wrong here. You did this one right. You did this one well. You just, but this one, everything. Everything. Even the one that seemed to be alive. I have already been killed for death.
Now look at why I say what I'm saying. He that overcometh, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. You see, this man is struggling to stay in the book of life. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. I, I, I believe that this church, I want to believe that this church is very far away from us. Amen? Amen. So let's let's move on to um, the next church, which is the Philadelphian church. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? These things say, he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know your works, because behold, I have set before you an open door, and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. For you have a, a little strength, and you have kept my word, and you have not denied my name. I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not. But do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Because you have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep you from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Hallelujah. I want to say that this keeping us from the hour of temptation means that we will not fall. Praise the Lord. We will not fall. Hallelujah. When that thing that comes to try all men that dwell on the earth, we will not, we will not be found dwelling on the earth. We will not be earth dwellers. We will be heaven dwellers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which you have. Don't allow any man to take your crown. What does this mean? That assignment God gave you. Don't allow any man to take it from you. That thing God has called you to do. Pay attention to do it immediately so that it will not be taken away from you and given to someone else because of time. Because of time, and I'm serious. The days are closing in on us very quickly. If you abandon your assignment, this is not the time to abandon your assignment. This is not the time to be lazy with what God has called you. This is not the time to drag your feet. No. This is the time to give your household food in due season. When the Lord returns, let him, let him not find you idling away. Let him not find you confused. Don't be confused. Don't be confused. If you are in the company of truth seekers, whatever it is that they are doing for the Lord there, join them if you have not received specifically what is yours. Praise the Lord. And then give yourself to much prayer. Give yourself to much prayer. Give yourself to much intercession. Praise God. When you kneel down, ask the Lord, what should I pray about? Who should I pray for now? Which nation should I pray for? Which city should I pray for? The Lord has much need for help on the earth. Thank you, Jesus. 
He that overcometh, now look at the reward. He that overcometh, I will make him a pillar, verse 12, in the temple of my God. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. He that overcometh, this, this, this word is for this company. I believe that this word is for this company. And I'm not saying this out of pride. I'm saying this because that's what the Lord spoke to me. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord spoke to me. The Lord said to me many years ago, he, he met me. I was, I was lying down under a mosquito net. Hallelujah. And he spoke to me and he said, clearly like, a, like someone was sitting beside me. He said, see, I have set before you an open door, which no man can shut. And I woke up the next morning and I went to my Bible to look for the scripture. And I found it in the book of Revelations. And I read the whole scripture. And I claimed the Philadelphian church. We were not yet in ministry at the time. We were not yet in ministry at that time. At that time, I thought it was financial door. I thought it was door in, for business. Opportunity. Of business. But as I'm maturing in the faith. I'm saying that the Lord was speaking way ahead. Sometimes the Lord speaks to you 40 years ahead, 20 years ahead, 30 years ahead. Hallelujah. So this is this company. You must take the admonitions. Every admonition that you have seen in the other churches, I want you to examine your life properly to ensure that none of them are in you so that you can qualify to be in this company. So that we all, we can qualify to be in this company, this Philadelphian company. They found no fault in them. The only fault they found in this company was their strength is small. Their strength is small, but that's okay for the Lord. You know why? It will make them lean on him. It will make them lean on him. That's what Paul said. Jesus, God, did God tell Paul, say, oh, my grace is sufficient for you. In my weaknesses, what happens in my weaknesses? The strength of the Lord prevails. The strength of the Lord is shown forth. Hallelujah. Your strength is made perfect where? In my weaknesses. Now, that weaknesses is not the weaknesses unto infirmities. No, 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 no. It's not the weakness of sin. No, 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 no. No, no, please, please, please. This company has been perfected in righteousness. These are a company of people that are dead to sin. They are, they are a company of people that are dead to sin. When fornication calls, they don't hear. When stealing calls, they don't hear. When lying, fabrication of stories, things that have never happened. When it calls, they don't hear. They don't respond. When lying comes, they don't cause. They don't hear. My son, come, my, my, my son, when, 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 when um, sinners entice you, consent thou not. They don't consent. When sinners entice you, consent thou not. Sometimes sinners are not human beings. Sometimes sinners are things you see on the road as you are passing. Sometimes sinners are things that walk across you on the internet. Not just human beings alone. That's where sin is calling. It's calling you. It's throwing darts into your heart. 
It's throwing darts into your mind. It's leaving images on your mind realm. Bible says, do not consent. Don't agree. Don't respond. Why? You are dead to sin. You are dead to sin. We are dead to sin. How shall we live any longer therein, Paul said. We who are dead to sin. How can we be dead to sin and then we come and be living inside it again? How can I be dead to strife and I'll be living inside strife? Praise the Lord. He says, he that overcometh, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. You will not escape being the temple of God. You will not escape it. They will make you a pillar. And it will start on this earth. You will be one that carries the house of God. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out. When they plant pillars, pillars don't move. Hallelujah. You don't change pillars. You can change blocks. I'm into construction. I know. I'm into building. I know. There's a type of construction that is called frame, frame structure. When you're building a frame structure, you lay the foundation and then you set up the pillars. When you set up the pillars of the frame structure, you deck it, you roof it, that's it. You, if you like, you can use carton and wall off uh, 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 weather conditions. That house doesn't fall. Now, if you introduce blocks, you can decide at any time to change the shape and style and size of the rooms. But you cannot, all your movements will be around the pillars. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. You can't move one pillar. You can't move one pillar. But you can move the blocks around. You can shift the blocks around, but you can't move one pillar. Why? It's carrying the house. Thank you, Jesus. What a, what, 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 what a blessing. What an invitation. Because it's only the Lord that you can ascribe such a thing to. They that trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion. They that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They will never be moved. Shaken. They will never be shaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, anyone that hears these words of mine and does them, anyone that hears these house words of mine and does them, he shall be like a house planted on a rock. Planted on a rock. The storm will come. The wind will come. It will start. It will start. Whether it's the storm of life, whether it's the wind of life, whatever it is, the storm will come, the winds will come, the rain will fall. It will start. It will start. But every man that hears these words of mine and does not do them, any man that hears these words of mine and does not do them, Ah, any man I give instructions to and does not do them, we're likened to a man that builds his house on sand, sinking sand. 
The storm will come. It will blow the house away. But I want to say again, like Paul said concerning the Hebrew church, there are better things spoken of you. Hallelujah. There are glorious things spoken of you. Hallelujah. Though we thus speak, according to Paul in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, even though I'm speaking like this, even though I'm warning you of those that will backslide and never come back to faith again, but you, God will not forget your labor of love. And I want to say that to you this evening, God has seen your heart, God has seen your faithfulness, and God will reward it accordingly in the name of Jesus. Only remain faithful to the end. Remain faithful to the end. Remain faithful to the end. Remain faithful. I'm encouraging us. Remain faithful to the end. Because this God business is to the end though. Bible says if a righteous man has, has been doing righteousness, suddenly abandons his righteousness. He said all the righteousness that he has done before will be wiped off. Endure till the end. Endure till the end. Hallelujah. He that overcometh, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall no more go out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which cometh out of heaven. Now, how does God write his name upon people? How do we write the name? How is the name of the Lord written upon us? How does a man come into that? The name of the Lord, I'll write upon. Is it that God, Jesus will take a, an ink and put Yahweh on your face? Or you do tattoo with the name of God on your body? No. No. The name of the Lord written on you is the life of God that you have been inheriting as you walk with the Lord. They inscribe it on you. You walk with the Lord. They inscribe it on you. You walk with the Lord. You in they inscribe it on you until you complete your full curriculum in God. And you inherit all of the name of God. It's in your form now. It's, it's written on you. It's in your body, your bones, your blood. Everywhere is God. Hallelujah. I write upon him the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God, the name of that city is the new Jerusalem. Write upon you the new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Hallelujah. And my new name. This is the peak of the reward of the Lord. This is the peak of what we stand to inherit. The reward for your faithfulness. The reward for your faithfulness. The reward for your preparedness. Your labors now. Your adjustments now. So be prepared. Our adjustments. I, I honestly don't like saying yo, yo, yo. Because these teachings, these are high teachings. These are very instructive teachings that no teacher shall leave, should leave out himself from it. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's go to the Laodicean church. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the, the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation. I know your works, that you are neither hot nor cold. I would that you were hot or cold. So then, because you are lukewarm, and you are neither hot nor cold, I will spew you out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing. I, I would counsel that we never allow riches to deceive us. A believer must never allow riches to deceive, particularly when you have received riches by faith, right? You know, there are sincere believers that have come into money and they did it by faith. They didn't do it in a crooked manner. No, there was no, no. It was God that gave them that wealth. Please, my dear brother, my sister, if you're in that category this evening, I want you to be careful so that you will not fall under the deceitfulness of riches. So that riches will not deceive you into thinking that what you have received is as a result of your perfect work with God. Praise the Lord. So that also riches will not, will not deform your work. Riches can deform your walk in the spirit. Riches can give you a crooked leg in the spirit. Right? You become a bit unapproachable. When you didn't have money, even though you were occupied so-and-so office, but you were approachable. But now wealth has come. You are no longer approachable. They can no longer talk to you just anyhow. Please, never allow riches, you know, material. Let me use the word, the material world. Never allow it to define you. It's a strong temptation when you have it. Okay? It's, it massages your heart and your soul and ego and calls for attention. Labor as much as possible to deny it that attention. Let the source of your value before yourself all the time be the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and the redemption that comes through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. When Satan begins to place value on you because of your material wealth, rebuke him sharply and run back under the name of the Lord. Run back under the name of the Lord because the Lord never forgets where he took us from. Huh? Go read David. Go read Saul. He told them, he said, you. You. Isn't that at the back of the desert I picked you up from? 
on the back of the desert, I picked you up and to make you king over Israel. On your own, you see the, all that goats and uh, sheep uh, poo-poo that you smell of every day. How would you have found access to the palace? If not that I, the Lord, chose you. He says he takes the poor out of the dawn hill and sets them amongst princes. It's God that does that. But he doesn't want you to forget that that's where he took you from. So that your heart will not be lifted up in pride. So that your heart will not be lifted up in pride. There are some people, their background, things they've gone through in life is so bad. They don't even want to mention it. They don't even want anyone to know. Why not? I tell mine openly. If you like, don't respect me. That's your problem. That's your business. Let me tell you something. The rich men of today are the children of poor men of yesterday. Go and bring all the millionaires today, today, today. Bring their fathers and mothers. Let, show me who they are. And the, 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 the children of the rich men of yesterday, are they, all they are doing is barely surviving with their inheritance. Even to multiply their, the wealth of their parents, they are not able to. It's the poor men, poor men's children who, 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 who do that. Except for men that brought in generational wealth. And actually, God is a generational wealth maker. He makes wealth generationally. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Isaac dug Abraham's wells. Um, 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 uh, uh, J Jacob inherited his father's wells. And it is on those wells that the whole nation of Israel was built. They drank from that well until Jesus came. Yes. Jesus drank from that well too. It was at that well that Jesus changed the drinking place. A place of worship. When he went there to that well. So I'm not saying it's a sin to, 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 to be rich or to inherit your father's wealth and to sustain it and pass it on to your children. I'm, not, I'm talking about material wealth. I'm not talking about spiritual wealth. Okay? Because we're dealing with pride. We're dealing with deception. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this church said, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. I went to a church once to preach. It was a church that had a lot of um, elites. Praise God. A lot of elites. Elites. E-L-I-T-S. A lot of elites. A lot of men that have intellectual wars, polish. When I left that church that day, I knew I would never come back again. I went to the, a sister, one of, one of my sisters, as we sat down in that church, we just entered into the church and we sat down. She's in the prophetic. She heard Laodicea. She heard Laodicea. Laodicea. Now, what you do with Laodicean church is that when you go there, you praise them. You thank them for even coming to church. <laughs> you thank them 
or even answering God at all at all. Now, if you ever do that to a man, you have destroyed that man for eternity. You must rebuke the nakedness of men. You must let men see the truth. The only thing that troubles me is that I see some things in the scriptures and I worry. I worry. When Jeremiah, as a prophet of the living God, when Jeremiah was alive and God was speaking through him, when the people will hear Jeremiah's words, they will respond and tell Jeremiah, say, Jeremiah, you see this thing the Lord said we will do? We won't do it. They will tell him clearly, this thing the Lord wants us to do, we will not do it. We won't do it. We will do what we want to do. If you like, you can prophesy from today till tomorrow. That's your business. Is a source of concern, even to the Almighty God. Because He will bring the hearts of men and He will tell His prophets, You see, you see their hearts. You see, these ones' hearts are patched. This one's heart is far away. This one's ears are blocked. This one is heady. However, go and prophesy to them. But they will not hear you, but go and prophesy to them. They will not hear you, but go and speak to them. They will not receive your word, so, but go and speak to them. Whether they hear or not. You know why? Because of this day, the last day. Because of the last day. Now, we must understand how strong words are. Words are not, as, I, as I'm speaking now, is, 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 is just gone. It's not gone. Words are stored in eternity. Words are spirits. Words will be witnesses. Words will be witnesses. So on the day of reckoning, these words that Jeremiah and every prophet of God that have spoken to people, calling people out of the way of death into the way of life, encouraging people, telling people this is the way of the Lord, this is the way to go, this is how to go, and they choose these words over the word of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, let's read. But because you say you are rich, increase with goods and have need of nothing. But you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Honestly, when I started these teachings, I didn't want to touch the body of these things at all. I just wanted to go straight to the reward. I just wanted to go straight to the But some of these things are so strong that we need to even read them on a daily basis to keep us, to help us stay. To help us stay. Praise God. He said, and you do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. How can one person have all this description? Eh? How can one person have all this description? You are wretched. 
You are miserable. That means you, your life is full of misery. But the person you are telling his life is full of misery is dancing away. Doesn't even, doesn't even realize that there's misery. And you are poor and blind and naked. I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich. This is what makes rich. That you may be rich. And I want you to buy white raiment that you may be clothed so that the shame of your nakedness will not appear. And anoint your eyes with eye salve so that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Hallelujah. You know, some of the prayers I've, I've, I've started to pray for myself, and I, I think sometimes it does come out of my mouth when I'm reading prayers. Lord, chastise me. Rebuke me. Correct me. Chastise me. Rebuke me. Correct me. Lord, chastise me. Rebuke me. Correct me. Hallelujah. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. I've always said that the scripture that says I'm standing at the door of a man's heart to knock is not the, in front of the heart of unbelievers. It's majorly the heart of believers. Many of us, we've locked different parts of our hearts out. We've locked the Lord out of different parts of our hearts. There are some parts we want him to come in. There are other parts we say, uh-uh, leave this one. Don't come here first. God is asking us to open up all our hearts, hallelujah, so that he can come in and sup with us. We will eat together. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne. Hallelujah. He'll be a judge in my house. I will make him a king in my house. He will sit with me in my throne. He will judge with me. He will rule with me. We will rule the nations together. We will share my father's inheritance together. Whatever it means to inherit God, whatever it means to inherit God, we don't know. Paul said we do not know what it shall be like. We don't know for sure. There are just things that have been written upon our hearts with the ink of eternity that we hold on to them. They are anchors for our soul. We just know. We may not have words to describe it, but we just know. Whatever that inheritance, whatever it will look like, whatever it looks like, whatever the, whatever the face of God we say is what we're going to, the scripture shows us that's what we're waiting to inherit. That's the highest level of reward. In whatever form it will look like. Does it mean I will see? Does it mean that he will just appear and I will be? What does it mean? I, I don't know. But whatever it is, 
I want to challenge us this night. Labor for it. Labor for it. I don't understand it. You know what Jesus told Thomas? Thomas said, if I don't believe, if I don't see, I won't believe. He said, people say the Lord came here. This Lord that I saw crucified on the cross three days ago, I saw the way they butchered him. Are we not the ones that put his body in the tomb and sealed it? Eh? Did we not see how badly mashed up he was? Bound him up in great clothes. And they put soldiers there. They double sealed the, the tomb doors. They made it sure. And then they put, put watchmen. That person who said, I uh, appeared here. I beg, is it because I came out of the fishing uh, this thing and just came to check on it? Until I see him, I won't believe. Jesus came back specially for him. He came back specially for him. Because he knows that he believed in him. But the overwhelming reality of the gruesome death Jesus died on the cross was too much for the mind of a natural man to believe that that man came out of the grave and is alive and is the Lord of glory. Oh. We lost out. He died. We lost out. We believed, but we lost out. And Jesus came back for him because of necessity. He must believe that he was raised from the dead. A man that does not believe that Jesus was raised from the dead cannot touch salvation. That's what is in the book of Romans. You believe that he died and that God did what? Raised him from the dead on the third day. We must believe that he was raised from the dead. So Jesus came for Thomas and said, Paul, come and touch me. Come and put your hands. Put your finger in my heart. Put your finger in my side. And then he believed. Today God is in call. Jesus said, blessed are they that do not see but believe. They do not see but believe. And you have done well. We have done well in believing whom we have not seen. We have done well in believing in the word of the Lord. Now let's push it further. Let's believe till the end. Let the works of righteousness be completed in our lives. In every measure, in every degree, in every aspect. Hallelujah. Because he's going to, Jesus is going to allow us to sit on the throne of his father with him if we overcome so if, if if you can't throw your imagination wild into the realm of the spirit then push it into the earth earth realm right look at earthly thrones look at the queen the throne of england go to the east and see the thrones of men who sit on the throne in the east And compare the corruptible glories of those thrones to the incorruptible eternal glory 
that will come from God. Glories that are not man-made, but glories that are made by Almighty God himself. I don't know how, what else, how else to put it, but to encourage us. Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> that this thing is worth running for. It's worth running for. Let's go to Philippians chapter 3. Let's see something in the book of Philippians chapter 3. Okay, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul is saying in verse 14, he said, brethren, let me start from verse 13. He said, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I want to challenge you this evening to forget the things which are behind and let us reach forward to the things which are ahead of us. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The prize of the upward call. Some other translation calls it higher call. There is a higher call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul wants us to press towards that prize. Run towards that, that prize. Run towards that prize. Don't run for, for this earth. This earth is good. It's okay. But it is corruptible. It will perish. Don't run towards it. Run towards the prize of the higher call of God in Christ Jesus. Give yourself for it. Give your heart for it. Give your mind for it. Give your body for it. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, all your strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, let as many as are mature have this mind. And if any of you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. It's not, it's not an issue. It's not a matter of argument. I'm not going to argue with you about this. That's what Paul is saying. If you think otherwise, don't worry. Leave it here. Just keep walking. To the level of truth that you have received, the measure of grace that have come to you as we speak, my brother, my sister, please keep walking in it. As you walk deeper into Christ, he will reveal it to you. 
He will reveal these things to you. Let it not cause contention. Let it not cause an issue. Let it not cause an argument. No, 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 no. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Verse 17 said, Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk, even as you have us for a pattern. So these prophets have established their lives as a pattern. They can tell you boldly, walk like me. So these are perfect men. You see? They can tell you boldly, walk like me. Walk like me. As you have us for a what? A pattern. We have become the pattern of Christ on the earth. That's why they, they, he told the Corinthian church, we are ambassadors of Christ. It's not every believer that is an ambassador of Christ. Hey, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Come on. We are ambassadors of Christ. Let this be our goal so that soon, I don't want it to be too far away. For me personally, I'm laboring for it not to be. That's why when I make little mistakes, I, it causes me sleepless nights. causes me sleepless nights when I make mistakes because I'm in a hurry to be perfected. I want to be perfected. I'm in a hurry to be perfected. I want to live on the earth for a, a good season that I can say that I will trust that the angels of God will wave me as a pattern. God will point men. Go and walk. Follow that woman. Follow that woman. Follow that woman. Well done. well done is at the end of the day but well, why on the earth here because that's what Paul is saying here he said join in following my example and not those who so walk not those who walk like me as you have us he didn't say he's the only person he's not the only person but there are men that have been raised Men of integrity. The integrity of God. I don't mean the integrity of man. Whoso walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often. And I now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Whose end is destruction. Whose God is in their belly. And whose glory is in their shame. Who sets their mind on earthly things. You can't set your mind on earthly things. You can't, the earthly things cannot be the judge, the morning and the dawning of your life. And you will walk as God will have us walk. No, your walk will be hindered. Your walk will be crooked. Your walk will be hindered. Your walk will be crooked. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that he may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working where, where, by which he is able even to subdue all things. 
to himself. Hallelujah. You see what they are saying here? He said, our citizenship is in heaven. We are citizens of heaven. But he didn't say, we are eagerly waiting to go there. He said, we are waiting for our Savior to come. We're waiting for our Savior to come. We're waiting for our Savior to come. Because the, the God business, the earth is waiting for God's business. Since Adam fell, the whole earth has been doing the transactions of Satan. All the commercial activities you see, all of the activities you see, men running up and down, high seas, you know, goods, services, they are all the enterprise of Satan. They are all vanity. You say, are you saying that um, everything we do in this world is of the devil? That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. What I'm saying is that the whole earth, the whole of God's creation is waiting for the day the heavens and the earth will partake of the enterprise of God. Of a commerce and what men will be trading on that day will be God. The only currency of the transaction of men will be Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, these are deep sayings. And sometimes it does cause offense in the heart of men. But I want to beg you not to be offended. The reason I want to beg you not to be offended is because what I'm saying is true. Praise God. I want the enterprise of God. Yes, my sister. What I'm saying is true. If Adam never fell, if Adam never fell, it won't affect you. It won't, it won't be like this. So we're going, God is going to cause the earth to experience an earth that has been denied of the curse Adam brought to the earth. And the enterprise Adam's fall brought to the earth. This earth will experience it and taste it. And it's you and I that will bring it, that will, that will cause that day to come close. How? As we, we run, run this race, right? We run the race that Paul described here in verse, verse, um, in verse 13 of Philippians chapter three, forgetting the things that are behind, forgetting my mistakes, Forgetting, forgetting the achievements. Okay, forgetting even all the good works. Forget. I want to press forward. I want to move forward. Hallelujah. We submit ourselves to the spirit of the living God for training. For training. Training in righteousness. Training in godliness. Training in the world, the life of the world to come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Can, can you just thank God for this evening? I want you to thank God for what we've heard tonight.
Leba sakatana bara sota. A seketenige boro sota laba. Eshe katana gababa sati. Eseketelege dege dege boso katalaba. Musa mate kanda kusa katana babaya. Shemarugo bodege bodo soko bada gada gada gaba sota. I want the Spirit of God to bear witness in your heart that these words are true words. That these words are true words. Hallelujah. And that we will not hear them in vain. That we will not hear them in vain. Psalm 119. I want us to pray with Psalm 119. Hallelujah. Verse 36 says, Incline my heart to your testimonies. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me away. Honestly, I'm, I can assure you that this prayer is the most critical prayer every believer should pray daily. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things. There are many worthless things. It's not even always about money. Sometimes there are issues that you just need to abandon and be going your way. You just need to abandon the issues and follow the way of righteousness and don't drag these issues with men because it will pull you down. It will distract you. Turn away my eyes from what lessons. When men speak all kinds of things about you, say all kinds of horrible things about you, is don't pay attention. Just be going. Just move on. Just move on. You go back to drag the issues. They pull you to the mud. You start eating dust. Before you know it, anger that you left 10 years ago, will you open a door, it will come back. What you imagined you would never be able to do in your life again. Because you were looking at worthless things. A name that they are calling you, that is not God who is calling you that name. Jesus said, if they call the master Beelzebub, how, what do you think they are going to call you? If they call the master Beelzebub, the prince of demons, the lord of lie, of flies, how much more you? So don't waste time. Don't waste time with worthless things. Leave those who mistake things for pride. That's not, that shouldn't be an issue with you. Some people mistake this for pride. Don't bother. As long as you are sure you're not being prideful. Because there's a way you can deal with a man 
and leave a matter and it's not because of pride. And they will know it's not because of pride. There's also a way you can bluff someone and then it's out of pride. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. The Lord will perfect all of us. Amen. The Lord will perfect us. He is the one that will do it. Father, we thank you because you will perfect us. You will perfect us in true holiness, in true righteousness. You will cause that these things that we're hearing, these things that we are giving our ears and our hearts to, these things that my mouth is speaking, oh God, Father, you will cause that we will walk in them fully. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you will release much grace in our midst, oh God. That by these words, we will not come under condemnation, oh God. But that by these words, we'll be strengthened. We'll be strengthened. We'll receive much strength. Much strength. More strength in the name of Jesus. More strength in the name of Jesus. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Revive me in your way, oh Lord. Incline my heart to your testimonies, to your word. And not to covetousness in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, you said in your word in the book of Hebrews chapter 14 that it is your blood that will do this thing in us. We receive the ministry of the blood of Jesus over our hearts this night. We receive the power of the blood of Jesus over our hearts this night. We receive the power of the blood of Jesus over our hearts this night. Amen. We receive the power of the blood of Jesus over our hearts this night. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Is there anyone that has a question? Anyone that has a question or something to say? Praise God. Anyone, a question, a word? Hallelujah. Anyone? Grandma, lower your voice. Thank you so much. Any question? Any observation? Any contribution? Yes. Yeah? You have a question? Who is that? Okay, I've, you have a question. Ask it quickly. I never mentioned rapture. Like the end time. <laughs> yes. Like the end time. Uh huh. Yes, it is true. It's there. The, 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 the next phase of redemption that we're waiting for on the earth, which is the last lamb, is the nation, the nation of Israel turning to God corporately, turning to Jesus corporately. That will be the last curtain that will be drawn and it will be all over. It is true. But we don't have time for that now. Please keep telling us more and more of the age to come. The age to come which we speak. Yes, 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 yes. Noted. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. All right, no question. The rivalry 
Okay, war. There's war going on in Israel. It's not rivalry. Yes, there's war. And it's uh, almost affecting uh, America. Um, do you do you think do you think that uh, this will lead to the end? No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. If if it becomes the world war. <laughs> I don't know. I want to Hallelujah. Okay, let's break bread. Um, Grandma, these are these ones are this is a political subject of political question. That's not we're asking for questions from the word we have shared. Please, if you have bread, I would like us to to break bread. Hallelujah. I would like us to take communion and uh, invoke the power of the covenant over us as a community i'll encourage us please as families break bread regularly father in the name of jesus we lift up the bread we lift up the cup we ask you to bless the bread we ask you to bless the cup we receive this bread now as a flesh of jesus and we receive the cup as the blood of jesus and we declare before you that this is the everlasting covenant that you entered into with us to bring us into salvation, to bring us to God. And that by the power of this covenant, we have become your people. And Lord, we thank you that this covenant still speaks. This blood of Jesus is still alive. And that the power of this covenant is released over every family, everyone here in the name of Jesus. That by the power of this covenant, hallelujah, that by the power of this covenant, we overcome the dragon. We overcome this world. We overcome this world. This is our testimony. These are the things that have been written concerning us, oh God. That by the power of this blood, that by the power of this blood of Jesus Christ, we overcome every plan of Satan. We overcome every plan of the kingdom of darkness. We overcome every trap. We overcome in the name of Jesus. That by the power of this blood of Jesus, we declare that we overcome. We overcome by this blood of Jesus. By the power of this blood, we declare and decree that everything and anything that is planned by Satan, by his agents, by, by the kingdom of darkness against your people shall come to nothing. Shall come to nothing. Shall come to nothing. Shall come to nothing. We bring judgment by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ over every evil work. It shall come to nothing. They shall come to nothing. They shall come to nothing in the name of Jesus. Father, as we eat and drink, oh God, let these words, oh God, be provoked to power in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Whatever you have as bread, please eat it as the flesh of Jesus. Whatever you have as cup, even if it's water, once it's liquid, please drink it as the blood of Jesus. And be intentional and speak more. Provoke the power. This is one of the powers of God. God has many powers. Praise God. We always talk about the power of darkness, power of darkness. But the power of God is greater than the power of darkness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We eat the flesh of Jesus. We drink his blood. Hallelujah. What is the difference between poverty and humility? Wow. <laughs> it's a world of difference. 
It's a world of difference. Can we start with that next week? I won't forget. Is it okay to start with it next week, Stephanie? Because it's already 7.53. The difference between poverty and humility. They are, they are miles apart. They are not the same. Awesome. Okay. So we'll start with that next week. We'll address this question, the difference between poverty and humility. And I'll ask some of you to come with the answers also and contribute. Okay. Everybody express yourself. If you have a bit of the answer, you can type it quickly and post it here before we leave and then we'll resume with it next week. Hallelujah. Please, I want us to be reminded that the immersion is a conference, a youth conference, teenagers and youth that we do every year, um, starting December 19th, 2023. I want to beg you to please register your words. If you have teenagers, if you have young people, fresh graduates, undergraduates, 30, unmarried, married youth, please let them register. There is camping facility for up to 350 people. Hallelujah. All the information is out. Uh, please get ready for the immersion. Hallelujah. And the women, our next meeting for the Kingdom Women is on the 22nd of November. Is on a Wednesday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the afternoon and will be gone. Wednesday, 22nd of December, the flyers, you will see the flyers this evening. Any online for immersion? Yes, all our immersions, are, all our programs in immersion are streamed online so people can watch from different parts of the world. Yeah. Hallelujah. But the experiences are never the same. If you're anywhere in Nigeria, we encourage you to be in Lagos for that season. Details of the immersion. Please, can you post the details on the screen quickly? Please, do we have access to the recording of the last women's conference? Yes, it was, it's been posted on the Kingdom Women's platform um, since last week or two weeks back. Yeah. Um, so please, the managers of the Kingdom Women platform, can you highlight the, the last conference, the recording for the last conference? Someone is asking for it here. Or you go to Rumble. If you visit, if you're on Rumble, you go to Rumble, you will see it there. Hivadulam at Rumble. All right. All right. Let's share the grace of God in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore amen surely god's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the lord forever and ever amen good night everyone how do we register for immersion please if you're on the platforms you would, you would see the registration informations. They've already been posted today. I don't know if you're on any of our platforms. Check the link on the platform, yes. Good night, everyone.
God bless you. God bless you. See you 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless you. Love you. <laughs> Love you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm off the screen, right? Yes.